Welcome to Divine Sexuality, where women learn to tap into ecstasy in relationships, out of this world multi-orgasmic sex, and achieve phenomenal success in their careers. Join host Victoria Vives Kwong, international best-selling author, as she helps women discover the strategies for a life of profound intimacy and passion. Imagine being sexy in both the boardroom and the bedroom. And now you can, with Victoria. Hi, this is Victoria Vives Kwong, and this is the Divine Sexuality Podcast where women learn to tap into ecstasy in relationships, out-of-this-world multi-orgasmic sex, and achieve phenomenal success in their careers by unleashing the powerful inner creative force that is sexuality. Remember to join our Facebook group to submit your questions and receive the latest updates on divine sexuality. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash ecstatic woman. Today we have a theme that many of you have requested in our Facebook group and this is reigniting your sexuality. So how we do that, how we reconnect with that birthright that we have that is our sexuality. There are many aspects to it and if you have read my Divine Sexuality ebook you already have a good head start. <laughs> I'm going to go into one of the aspects that kept me trapped for years and years and years, and I couldn't seem to move beyond it. And that was my upbringing. And I share with you a little bit in the welcome episode. But let's go more in depth into this theme and see how it might be applying to your life and have an effect at this moment in your life. If you close your eyes for a moment, if you are not driving, of course, <laughs> and think about when you were small, growing up, what was your idea about sexuality? What is that your parents, your caretakers, the people around you were saying about sexuality and your role in relationship with sexuality being female? What are the memories that come to you? If I think back... I remember my grandmother telling me that if we women would have too much sex, that we would get sick. So <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I know that she was very conservative and very religious. I adore her so much. And at the same time, she was indoctrinated to these ideas that limited her for all her life. And she passed down this to the next generation and the next generation, which was me. So I always was afraid or a little bit concerned about expressing my sexuality. I was very sexual since I was small and I had two different things at home. I had my grandmother, very conservative, and my mother, who was more, more liberal. So it was a little confusing. But what I noticed is that even years and decades after, when I was with my partner and even with my husband, every time that we were having sex, making love, I would suddenly feel this shame inside and feel, I should not be doing this. Why am I not pure? I should not be desiring these things. So I had these opposing forces within me, one telling me, yes, I desire this, and the other telling me, this is not a good thing. 
So it took me peeling layers and layers of conditioning, layers of indoctrination, layers of redefining what sex is, until finally I started realizing the damage that this was doing to my relationship, to my health, to my body. At that point, I started working in my divine sexuality and how can I look at this in a different way? And what I realized is that to my husband, <laughs> there was nothing like that in his mind. Like it wasn't something that he had to suppress in his mind. So I came to realize that it's so related to the way in which we're brought up. I have met men that have the same concern why I desire this. And they have the desire and they act on it, but then they feel a little ashamed of it. So we might not be alone in this. It might be also men that are suffering the same and are also a little confused as to how to deal with their sexuality. I mean, we can see how the porn industry, prostitution, and other things are being a total industry behind the scenes because men also have challenges with all of this. We are not a society that accepts freely the human need of sexuality something that we actually need to stay on this earth, to continue procreating, something that every single living organism has to deal with at some level in order to continue existing on this earth. I mean, we're talking about the most fundamental need that we have. If we think about the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we're not talking about some entitled desire that we have, no, we're talking actually about things that are inherent to our well-being. So just to give you some background, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs is a motivational theory in psychology. It has five tiers in which we can understand the different levels of human needs. So the ones at the bottom are the ones that we really need to survive. Things such as air that we need to breathe, water that we need to drink, food that we need to ingest, shelter so that we are safe, sleeping so that we can function. But guess what? One of them is reproduction and sex. So what is this telling us? Well, it's telling us that we really need to resolve this. It's something that is at the foundation of our well-being. It is what brings us connection with another human being at a level that we cannot experience otherwise. And after years working on my sexuality to connect with sexuality in a way that didn't feel a taboo, that didn't feel shameful, that didn't feel negative in any way, finally, one day, not that long ago, I noticed I peeled one more layer that took me to a place where I feel free with sexuality. And that was, as I was lovemaking with my husband, and I had an int of a negative thought, a concern as to whether this was something that was okay to do, I suddenly started loading in my mind a totally different programming. <laughs> and this was, sexuality helps me connect with my husband. Lack of sexuality takes people to divorce. Doctors recommend sexuality on a regular basis. This is part of our health. This is the truth about sexuality. It's not that it's a sin. 
It is not that it makes us sick. It is not that it's shameful. It is a need. It's something that not only gives us the most scrumptious pleasure, but also it connects us soul to soul with our beloved. It gives us health. It strengthens our immune system. I mean, we have here the medicine that we are looking for. <laughs> what other medicine can be as powerful as this one? And we are putting it down as if it wasn't honorable, as if it was something that is wrong with humankind. It is not. So we need to start transforming this in our minds so that we don't pass this to the next generation. Anytime that those thoughts come to our minds, we replace them. We voluntarily choose to switch them. And this in the beginning is going to be at a mental level, which is intellectual, something like, okay, it makes sense. Why would it be bad? It's natural. It makes me healthier. It makes me have a better relationship with my partner. Okay, so all that makes sense. So it's like planting a seed, and then we need to nourish this seed so that it grows into a beautiful plant and with time into beautiful flowers. So it's going to take time because the intellect is not enough. It needs to be something that we feel viscerally, something that we have developed by embracing it on a regular basis and also by hearing people around us saying the same. That's why community is so essential to understand that we are not just we are people. Oh no, I have these things about sex. No, <laughs> we live in the same boat. We are in the same place. We are all in the same situation. So we need to come together and be able to freely discuss these subjects. There is so much shame about this. There is so much baggage that we are carrying about this. It is becoming a burden and we cannot do that. Something as beautiful as a sacred union between a man and a woman or a woman and a woman or a man and a man. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Same gender, other gender. But it's that soul to soul. The beauty of it is the connection at that soul level, mental level, emotional level, physical level, what can get better than that? So remember, make it a point the next time that you have those negative feelings about sexuality, just make a conscious choice. I'm working in this. I'm going to change my focus and I'm going to see it differently. I'm going to look at it differently. I'm going to start nurturing a different approach towards sexuality. So it is going to take for us to make that choice. But I assure you, it can be one of the best investments of your time and your energy. Because the pleasure, the freedom, and the connection that comes from that level of intimacy is unlike any other thing that we can experience in this life. So are you up for this challenge? <laughs> Remember, if you want support, I am here. We have our Facebook group. And also you can go to victoriavives.com forward slash divine sexuality to see the offerings that I currently have. It has been fantastic being with you today. And I'm super happy that we can continue the conversation. 
I believe it is by healing trauma and redefining misconceptions about sex that we gain the freedom to achieve ecstasy, profound intimacy in relationships, and out-of-this-world multi-orgasmic sex. I'm Victoria Vivescon, and I look forward to speaking with you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Divine Sexuality with Victoria Vives Kwong. Connect with Victoria and download her free Divine Sexuality ebook at victoriavivas.com slash divine. Subscribe to get the latest on how to tap into your divine sexuality. Remember, you can be sexy in both the boardroom and the bedroom. <laughs>